Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs>
Stop crying and wake up. Stop worrying and wake up. Stop fretting and wake up. God's getting ready to get ready to get ready to get ready. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! In the balcony! Wake up! In the closet! Wake up! You're listening to the best DJ, keeping the party rocking on all social media platforms. The Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show. Morning Show. Stay tuned for more hip hop and R&B. Fat Man West Coast. The best mixes. Playing the bangers. Don't forget to wash your hands. Building 
You know what I'm saying? And if he get caught up in traffic, he just go call in on his phone. You know what I'm saying? And everything like that there. So y'all make sure y'all sit back, roll up something. It is the Wake and Bake Morning Show. Y'all know how we get down. Shout out to 420 Dispensary. If you ever out here in Las Vegas, Nevada, make sure you hit up 420 Dispensary. Let them know that your boy West Coast from the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show sent you over there two grams for $20 out the door. That's all a player need when he get out here all fresh off the plate. Two grams, spark that shit up, roll that shit around, smoke that shit, you know what I'm saying, and everything like that. But that's what we about to do up in here for the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show. So I need everybody, like I said, 657-383-0199. That's 657-383-0199. My man, DJ Assassin, DJ King. Let me get that right. DJ King. Assassin is in the building. Y'all know him. He would ride with Tupac and this, that, and the other. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, let's do it like this, y'all. Before we get into our interview, let's do it like this, man. Let's 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 go back and everything. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go back. Let's 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 kick it off like this. Let me find. Let, let, let's do it like this. Let's do it like this. You got your boy. Up in the building, y'all. We about to make way for my man DJ King Assassin, so we gonna do it like this, y'all. To wake your ass up morning show. You know what I mean? Anybody know anything about this? You hit me up. Let us know. Let's ride, y'all. Hey, yo. One of them tracks I can just ride on, motherfucker. Niggas talking about we can't rap.
Diva, dirt cheap, heaven's a mercy, base who's cyan, adios, who's not so sami, who I'm looking my boots, too. Mr. Chip Boots, I'm about to wreck shop with a doodle chop, a doodle chop, a doodle chop, chop. Yo, just to put the nonsense, I'm the close to take a look at the super five, big Jimmy the honey, and a chip, yo, be my sister, my sugar. I answer the answers, all when he answers my lyrics, and never done for the big job. I'm a good am at the front, I put in the butt like stun. Come like to lashes with a quickness, fuck a bucket, but witness, ask the tongue about my tongue, and the style that I brought instead. I'm the alley, I'm gonna bank and ship it to the apple, drop over the red head, and bumble red. These are big fat, come on, tummy head, bumble red. Mr. Chip Boots, I said, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead. You should have got a rock with a red red shot on the top, bump. I get props, I pick up the mic, I'm a son of 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 a Again with the ill flow, other MCs that rap the style is so so. Fight dog was never the type that ever lacked skills. I just stay true to my roots and then I get ill. Twenty years of age, but yet I still see nothing. And this year was so cold, my senior year in college. But I chose to pursue and I feel called music. And with some hype beats and breaks, you know I won't refuse it. Get on the board, lay down the track, and I'll do ten laps. Pass the pen, pass the pad, and I'll kick no rap. Just come inside your damn and witness who is boss. And it won't be Tony Danza nor Diana Ross. As small as I am, I still can pack champs. Do a freestyling step, but yet I still slam. Not trying to say that no one can get with me. Not only is the lyrics alright, it's my delivery. Name one rapper that you know who has this hot from place. My name's Malik and I'm unique in other words, I've choice. Nothing commercial about this, it's mainly hardcore. Now that you got what you want, do you want more? Uh, because I got more in store. Oh my 
to tell about three bad brothers you know so well. It started way back in history with that rock and me. My team. Even had a little horsey named Paul Revere. Just me and my horsey and a quart of beer. Riding across the land, kicking up sand. Sheriff's flashes on my tail because I'm in demand. One lonely BCIP. All by myself without nobody. The sun is beating down on my baseball hat. The air is getting hot. The beer is getting flat. Looking for a girl. I ran into a guy. His name is MCA. I said howdy. He said hi. Man, I can't hear nothing. The jock ain't there. Where's everybody at? Am I here alone? Check. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can check, hear you check, now. Check. Oh, that's right, right there, man. Yeah, I'm over here. <laughs> man, I'm hitting triple seven. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I had you got to play I the triple go. diamonds, though. You ain't playing them triple diamonds out here, baby. Yeah. Yeah. You remember? Hey, you ever, you, you, ever play the, you ever play the triple diamond deluxe? Oh, man. I'm putting like $10 at one time. Now I'm going to be putting yeah, hundreds at a time because yeah, I doubled up, tripled up, and quadrupled up. You did? Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. You got to double up when you out here, man. So listen, man. How you doing, man? How, where, how, how you been, man? What's going on with you? Working, 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 man. Staying busy. You know, first off, all praise is due to God, and that's a blessing. You know what I mean? Amen. 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 Amen to that. Uh, doing a lot of different things, man. You know, getting into the movie side, of, you know what I mean? Making that happen. Okay. Uh, I got two. I got a Netflix series that's about to come out called A Day in the Life of a DJ. Um, All right. I got the movie. The Machiavelli movie is coming out also, but the Machiavelli movie, I changed the title. It is not called Machiavelli no more. Rest in okay. peace, Big Psych. And this was due because of, you know, people passing. I just, you know, it had to change for a reason. Okay. A lot of people are going to, you know, find it. It's probably going to be one of the most controversial movies ever. All right. All right. All right. It's called Seven Days Theory. Illuminati. Uh Seven Days Theory. Illuminati. A lot of people don't want to kill me for that, especially Illuminati. (laughs) All right. Right. Seven Days Theory. Illuminati. Okay. Okay. Now, I know know you've been dealing with uh, uh, the industry... Things like that, you know what I'm saying? You've been dealing with the industry for an awfully long time. Can you explain to the people, you know, how how really the industry really is? 
It's cutthroat. You know what it is? The industry, it's cutthroat. It's cutthroat, man. It's a it's an industry that if my kids would say, hey, you know, can I get in? I'd probably say no. If I had a choice on, you know, but, you know, you should let everybody, especially your kids, you know, have their decision on their own. But at the same time, mm-hmm. uh if, it, if they was growing up, when I was growing up, I would say definitely no. But, you know, now it's a little bit different. It's a little bit easier now because of the Internet. But back right. when I was doing right. it, cutthroat, you know, I didn't okay. get a lot of credits for a lot of the stuff that I did, you know what I yes. mean, and didn't get paid. Yes. That's because I didn't know the industry. You have to okay. know the industry and, and your four ways of publishing, getting paid. Gotcha. That's how it's okay. paid. All right. Like All right. The, All right. Know, the older artists, even before, before us, that was doing R&B. You know, uh, they got cheated a lot too, and it was all behind publishing because the record labels—that's what they want. They want to take it all. Okay. Okay. You know, it's all right. Definitely a, a, a pimp situation. You dig? That's uh-huh. record labels are the pimp, and you're the okay. host. You know. Okay. I mean? that's, that's how it goes. If okay. you don't know your business, you ain't gonna be the pimp. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Now, now you learning the business. You learning the business and getting into the business. Did you have to get out there in the streets and network in the business, or did you sit behind a computer? Because back then we didn't have these computers. We didn't have Spotify and all of that. We had to get out here and grind. We had to finish your film. You know what I'm saying? To get that music out in the streets, we had to sling it out the trunk. That what you was doing out there and, and, and everything. And matter of fact, let everybody know where exactly where you're from. Because everybody thinks you're from Detroit. Everybody <laughs> thinks you're from Kentucky. <laughs> I'm like, Kentucky? I'm like, where y'all get Kentucky from? You're from Kentucky? Let everybody know where you're from, man. Well, well you know what? Shout out to Detroit because I used to live in Detroit, but I'm originally from the gay area. You know, from Oakland, okay. San Jose, Frisco, Vallejo. And then later, I moved to L.A., you know what I mean? Because my parents okay. were always from Los Angeles, so I always had okay. family out there. So it was a back-and-forth situation. Half my life was the Bay, and the other half, you know, is L.A. So back and forth. Okay. But then in between that, I moved to Detroit. Uh, gotcha. One of the most incredible pop female artists, gangster of all time. Of all right. time. Right, right, I, right, you know, right. I don't know if you want to keep it for a surprise, and we'll get into that later, but... Mm-hmm. We'll see if the uh, people figure figure out who that figure is. Figure it out, right? Exactly, exactly. We go spin her, spin her song, and everything in a little in a little bit, and everything. See if they know who she is. How did you hook up with her? Well, I hooked up with her because I was in L.A. producing a young girl by the name of Shakira for South Central Cartel, okay. and there I heard my beat that I was doing for Shakira. I did a song called Ghetto Tears, and Havoc, the mouthpiece, loved it so much that he was showing everybody that, and he showed. D from Bosch and it was over since then they said who is this guy bring him around and I would happen to be right in the building when they were playing it because I was just always love to hang out and okay. uh, they said you got it your house and I started showing them my you know on cassette tape some of my beats and okay. uh-huh. he loved them and it was, it was on ever since and ever since then I was just like with them every day like we couldn't separate ourselves you know I went back to Detroit with them it was just uh you know, when stuff like that is, is organic, you just flow with it, and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. It's just family automatically. And, right. You know, and to answer your other question about the music industry, how did I, like, learn about it all after, you know, all the trials and tribulations? You know, with every lesson, you're going to learn something. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you have to really, you know, there's going to be times when it just ain't going to be right. You know what I mean? And you learn from that lesson. Right. It took a lot of, it took a lot of reading back then because, like you said, there wasn't no internet. So, the library and reading and 
knowing your four ways of publishing, your performance royalties, mm-hmm. your royalties as a percentage of, now they call it streams, but back then it was just, you know, radio play. So, right. you know, you had your CMI and your ASCAP only in CFAC back then. You know? Okay, yes, yes, now that's true. Now you have sound exchange. Yeah, now uh-huh. you have sound exchange. You got song trust. You know, you got many others that cover, you know, the digital aspect of things. But mm-hmm. as far as... You know, learning all that, yeah, you have to, you have to know it because if you don't, you're not going to get paid. You find out. You're not, you're not going to get paid. Yeah, you're not going to get that, paid. You know, hey, the music is playing on the radio, but you're not getting nothing out of it because, you know, the record company didn't put you as publishing under the, the publishing name. They put right. their publishing name as the company, and right. and pay you up front. That's it. You that's know? it. Yeah. So and everything. Like, yeah. So that's how they get you. You know, they want to give you like. You know, a couple hundred dollars to do whatever you got to do, or buy the beat for a thousand, and you don't get nothing out of it. So it's like, you know, just selling your stuff straight up to the label, and then you wonder why. Like, hey, where's my royalties? Well, we sold you the, you know, we sold yeah. it to you, and you sold your rights. Never right. sell your rights. Keep your rights, man. You know. Yeah, that's that's thing one thing. Do. That's that's one thing I've been noticing um, with certain artists in the game and everything like that. When times get tight, they start selling their catalogs. You know what I'm right. saying and everything. And from what I hear, mm-hmm. your catalog, your catalog is your bread and butter in this industry and everything. You know right. what I'm saying? You hold on to your catalog and stuff because it's going to be worth more than it is. It's going to be worth more later on in the years than it is now. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? And a lot of companies they like to do the publishing deals and pay artists up front. Okay. They sell your publishing that way. You know what I mean? Because they're collecting it. But if you were to collect it, you know, within a 10 years time, you probably have to quadruple the money that they're paying you up front. So right. it's kind of like getting a loan. You know, you're still okay. paying that, you know, how the loan thing works with credit. And yes. they're doing it to the art. And then they really? turn around and have to, they turn around and sell it to somebody else for millions, too. So yes. it's a cold, it's a cold game. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's a very cold game. If y'all but, just not yeah, logging on, we are here. Go ahead. If you're smart and you know it, if you're smart and you know it, then you're going to prosper from it because it's a beautiful thing once you do know it. But when you don't, to all your kids out there, you got to learn it. you got to learn it. Read books, you know, go on the internet, research, you know, your four ways of getting paid on publishing. Learn who the uh, pro rights are, you know, as far as the organizations, mm-hmm. the rights organizations that you can sign up for because you can sign up for the United States. And don't forget about your worldwide publishing because the worldwide yes, publishing sir. is where you get paid the most. And the, okay. the majors always take that. They're always taking the, the overseas money. They never mm-hmm. tell you that's paid overseas, but that's a whole other ball game too. So Yes, yes. And this is what we uh this is what we teach them here on the morning show, Unsigned Hype Radio, is to make sure that your paperwork is right because all of our listeners are from overseas and they do make purchases and they do make downloads. Yeah, we otherwise, get people, otherwise it would be otherwise we'd be like, ooh, uh Side your head, say upside right. your head, just like Tony right. Black. Like, am I uh-huh. that? Oop. You know what I mean? Right. No, you got it. You got it, man. It's a learning experience. You know what I mean? And not only that, it's a, it's a lot of time and dedication that comes into this. You know, it's not okay. something that happens overnight. Overnight, yes. And that's what I think a lot of artists feel that they can do. Do you think a lot of our? Do you think a lot of today's artists think they can be that one-hit wonder and make it overnight? <laughs> Well, you see it with cats like Lil Nas X that have that one hit overnight success. 
Uh-huh. And those come like like MC Breed. I'm not saying that MC Breed was a one night. He was like his hit. Uh, uh-huh. Ain't no future in the front and hit, you know what I mean? Right. Hit and made him famous real fast. Right. But those are two different type of songs, you know. Ain't, ain't no future in your front. Ain't commercialized like, you know, uh, like little yeah, Nas. like little Nas, uh, right? And this and the other. Yeah. And then we got to remember back in the day when Bree was doing that. I was in Detroit. He was riding around on that truck <laughs> that he took that picture right. out on the front of his cover. He was really riding around on that, you know, in that truck, passing out his music around Detroit. Out there in Flint, out there in the suburbs, exactly. the other. Exactly. he was grinding, you know what I'm saying, and everything. You would see him at Belle Isle Park. You would see him down on Jefferson, just like you say you would see Tupac. You would find Breed in the gulliest places, just like you would find Tupac in the back and everything, trying to get his music played, handing out that cassette tape and everything. That's one thing I want, want you to talk to these artists about. Is, uh, Man, you know, you is, know what? Is, is, as fast as they come, as fast as they come, as fast as they go, and I yes, can't say no better true. than that because you know, if you want to be an overnight success, that's exactly what you're gonna be an overnight success. Success, and right? And successful for that certain amount because mm-hmm. it's just so fast, and people don't take you serious that way. You gotta build yes. your shit up. You gotta build it. You know what Thank I mean? You. And you gotta be as real as you could because people see right through the fake shit. They want to hear that real shit, you know what I mean? And, and don't be afraid right. to say anything, but you got to say and how you feel and how you grew up. Right, Because that's how exactly. Pac was. Pac was. Pac was the type of person to talk about everything in his life that people probably might clown him for, but he, he turned it around and made it look yeah. cool, but at the same time made you cry. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it was so real. Right, and right. And those, that, that type of, you know, rap and that type of, uh, Feeling in the music, the way you express it, that's what means a lot too. You have to, you have to get into character mode. You know what I mean? And definitely uh-huh. just be as real as you could, but at the same time, be diplomatic. You have to be diplomatic about stuff. You can't, you can't just come out and, and try to clown everybody either because they're gonna look at you crazy. You know what I mean? To try right. to come up by either being a battle rapper or stuff like that. You know, all that stuff is cool in the battle world, but most battle rappers can't even make a. Uh, 16 8 measure song You know what I mean And have a hook They don't know how to make hooks You gotta have something catchy You gotta get with the right producers And most importantly You gotta have that mixed And mastered right Without that You can have a dope ass song But if the song just sounds trashy It sounds all You know Finished Without no mastering And not mixed right And vocals are just everywhere You know Radio Your, your station ain't gonna play it Right Because the quality ain't there So you got to have all that in tune. And yes, it does cost money to deal with the best that do it out there. So get with the best yes, people you can while you're creating this music because, uh, yes, you know, yes, you got to take it. A lot, of these, a lot of these artists figure that they go walk in the Clear Channel uh, with with $250 and a CD and Clear Channel go pick them up. And I'm like, <laughs> no, nah, bro, you, you're, you're, you're highly mistaken. When you get on Clear Channel, bro, you better walk through there with at least 350 grand. <laughs> And, and, and if you're lucky, just, they don't want to accept that 350 grand. It's so political at Clear Channel. You know what I mean? They got see to know what who you are. See? So they could get it See what I'm saying? And these are, the, these are the inner workings of the music industry that don't get talked about, but we talk about them right here on the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show, I, y'all. We I got, got my man DJ Assassin on the line. 
You know what I'm saying? Oh, and everything. Y'all hit us up. What's up? We want everybody to wake their ass up. Wake your ass up. Get all that grit out of your eye because right now <laughs> we are giving the game. D-A-M-E right here. You know what I mean? That's you don't right. find nowhere else to wake your ass morning show right here. And, and exactly. you're exactly right. I mean, you know, when you're making music, you got to know the right outlets, the right routes to go through. You have mm-hmm. to definitely have the right team. Too, the right team, you know, it's hard to do things by yourself. You got to hire a publicist, you got to. Oh my god, thank you for saying that! Thank you for mm-hmm. saying that! Thank you for saying mm-hmm. that! You know, cats like yourself, that's you know, we we you, you got to understand the first time I heard about uh uh, uh King Assassin, King Assassin, and Tupac. <laughs> you remember back in the day when the source started popping and the source was like was was the source back then was the holy bible to the the game because you remember everybody was advertising at the source and they would put they they phone number email address and everything and they record label and you could call them you know what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. i was calling these record labels and that's when i started seeing your pictures See, you know, DJ, right. DJ Assassin remix, and I'm going, who the hell is King Assassin? Right. You know what I'm saying? And you had them long ass, right. had them long braids and long shit. Braids. That's where everybody knew you from. And it was like, man, right. that's DJ King Assassin. And I used to go where? I remember you doing shows and coming out. Right. You would have on that jacket right. and them braids. They would walk your ass through right. and be like, don't touch him, don't touch him. <laughs> don't touch him, don't touch him. You come through, they walk you up into the stage, you get on the ones and twos and this, that, and the other. They rock the motherfucking house. And I used to go, who is this, who is this guy? And they used to go, man, right. man, that's Tupac's DJ. And I used to go, for right. real? And they used to go, yeah, you was hanging out with all the DJ, DJ Muggs, this, that, and the other. Y'all was doing these right. shows. Man, tell these artists what it's like to do that and let them know that it's all not as glitz and glamour as it looks. Well, the, the first thing is, you know, your health. Your health, it catches up to you, you know, because okay. in time while you're doing it, it's all fun in the beginning. But see, everybody thinks it's fun when you're in the game. You know, you're going to smoke, you're going to drink. Now, mm-hmm. you can smoke and drink through all these shows, but guess what? It becomes a job, a real job where you're going to put down that drink and you're going to put down that smoke, whatever you're smoking, because that shit catches up to you in time. I'm resting mm-hmm. to MC Bree, too, because, you know, he died of a liver, you know, and I'll tell okay. you, uh, liver disease, and you have to maintain your body and be the most healthiest person when you're on the road, because... You can you can mess around and collapse. You can get sick real fast. Oh yes, yeah, yes. It's all fun and games, but at the same time, it catches up to you so fast because every night you got to be into the next city the next day. You know what I mean? And you got to catch these flights. You know, you. I mean, I'm on point right now. As much as I could be on point, and I still miss flights sometimes. You know what I mean? So, okay, right. Yeah. Imagine with a hangover. And, and you're not getting up and you're missing flights and then, you know, you end up getting sued by the promoter, you know, it's stuff like that. So you really have to be on your P's and Q's and be healthy. You got to work out. You got to know how to communicate with people the right way, because if you're on some superstar shit and acting like, you know, your Prince and Michael Jackson and wanting all the different things that go with it, you know, colored uh-huh. M&Ms or whatever. You know what I mean? Right, right, people right. People look at that and they won't hire you again. It's all about getting hired again and to be successful keep making that money, making that residual income. You have to, you know, uh, treat it like it's like it's gold because it is gold, but if you don't, then there ain't going to be nothing you should even be in the industry because it's a lot of hard work. Like you were saying earlier, when it comes down to, you know, traveling, planning stuff, 
you really have to be on point like it, like a real business person. And sometimes you got to put on that suit. That's what people don't understand if you really want to make it. Sometimes you got to put on that suit and go to these meetings and, you know, rub shoulders with the big dogs because those are yes. the ones that are going to offer other opportunities for you besides the music. Right. See, everybody right. that's successful in music, they're successful in other genres of the entertainment industry. Okay. Movies, music, artwork, everything that they could possibly do. Owning, you know, uh, restaurants. E40 owns restaurants. 50 Cent with the vitamin water. You know, you have to get right. different things. You have to use your fame once you get there. Uh-huh. To reach out to other outlets if you really want to be a gazillionaire and successful gotcha. like a 50 Cent or a Russell Simmons. So it's not gotcha. just the music. You got to know how to. You, you just got to hustle, man, and know your hustle yeah. and put it all to use. And if you ain't so got you- that in you, then you might not even doing it. So, so basically what you tried to say is get in the game and use your game money and seed money to create and go further in the business because the music business is only going to last for so long. Exactly. That part. You know, and, 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 we, and we, get, we get older. We don't get younger. Right. We get older. You know what I'm saying? And right. everything right now. So that's, that's why. you why. got that certain amount of clout, while you got that clout, mm-hmm. I'm going to y'all, but when you got that clout, that's when people are still listening to you. So while they're still listening to you, their ears are open. So they're taking heat. Okay, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fifty. Cent. Oh, that's uh, you know, that's Ti. That's oh man, that's Nicki Minaj. Yeah, come on, let's right. do it. We want you to have your own restaurant. We want you to have your own cologne. Yes. We want you to have your yes. own pizza. Yeah. You know, yes. that's just how you have to use the avenues that you got to get other avenues to become a real mogul. True. That's how this works. True. True. I remember uh, now you talking mm-hmm. about a mogul. I'm gonna take you all the way back to somebody who was a mogul and, and people was laughing at him and he was in Detroit. People was laughing at him. Mm-hmm. But to this day, he still got all of those stores. And you remember Brady Keys that played for the football played for Lions football and he started buying up all the Burger Kings? Wow. I didn't know he was okay. buying the Burger Kings, that's crazy. Man, he bought up all the Burger Kings in Detroit, okay? Mm -hmm. And he started taking in kids from high school, teaching them about how to be a Burger King owner. Everybody laughed at him. Everybody was, man, I don't want to own no Burger King. I think back then it was like 20, 30 grand to own a Burger King, to get one started Mm -hmm. and own it. He was buying them all up around Detroit, turning kids on and things like that. Like you said, to become that mogul, once he retired from football, that's what he started doing. So, yeah, he became that mogul from the ground up. Why? Because, like you said, he took his fame, parlayed it into something else. That's right. Now he was speaking. You got that certain amount of of talent. You have that certain Mm -hmm. amount of fame, too. And a certain amount of fame is going to attract other people to be around you, whether you like it or not. And a lot of people are going to be around you that are less fortunate. So it's up to you. You got to help your own community where you're from. If you don't, then you're going to look crazy. Then you shouldn't even be in this business either because I truly believe you have to make something to get something to give back to the community. Always been like that. Nipsey Hussle always been like that. Pac been like that. He wanted to form, you know, baseball teams, football teams to play each other so the kids can stay out of trouble. Because Mm -hmm. why? Because you have to think like the community is your own kids. How can we yeah. change the future? I'll tell you how we can change the future. We have to change the future by uh, changing the kids, you know, to 
be a certain way and not grow up how we grew up because we still have an iffy mentality in us still instilled. We have to tell the kids, no, it's all good. This is what you do. Do it. There's, there's no holding back to say, well, we can't do this because we're not white. We can't do this. You know, you, all that shit is out the fucking window now. You do it because you know you can do it, and it's already proven. You know, you could be a billionaire, gazillionaire. Right. You just have to set your mind frame to it and set it out to the world and put it into existence. When you put something into existence, it's going to happen. Amen. And you got to have the people, the motivational around you. You have to have motivational people around you that are telling you this and not letting you forget every day. And those are the parents. It start with the parents. And if we can't yes, find sir. the right parents out there to teach our kids, then let's get these community centers together so they could teach the kids. You know, because that, some of the parents, they can't be there. That's something that's obsolete. We had the community centers back in the day when we were coming up. Exactly. We had the community centers. Yep. We could go up there and play basketball and volleyball and this, that, and the other. When out on the streets... When you when the street lights came on, we was taking our asses home. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Just, exactly. Just show, the, to show you how you know, times change. Exactly. And I feel so bad for the kids. That's why it's so important even now that mm-hmm. what we're seeing with COVID, we have to really, you know, find uh, extracurricular activities that the kids love. And that's why I wrote my own curriculum called Mixology. And we'll okay. talk about that right now. Uh, it's a curriculum that teaches kids how to be the next fat man, how to be the next DJ King, how to be the next, uh, you know, whoever's out there, Red Alert. Okay. Russell Pete Mr. Magic, you know what I mean? Yes. To host radio. And also, the curriculum also teaches how to scratch, how to DJ, you know, how to put two turntables together and at the cheapest price that a kid can afford, probably like 60 bucks to get that new IDJ to go and get in the mix right there and then because guess what, kids? It's easy to mix now. You don't have to do it the way I grew up doing it where you have to move the pictures up and down, minus and forth. And I, how did I do the curriculum? Well, every beat has a BPM, which is a beat per minute. So right. those are numbers. So the kids are learning right. numbers because we're going to mix this 80 BPM into what, what's, uh, what's double that? 160. So 160. You know, they're doing math in their head now because mm-hmm. you have to match up the numbers in order for the beat to go onto that beat the right way. Right, right. Just like Timberland is so much of an incredible producer. He proved that with doing 80 BPMs, but he was really making them at 160. And that's how we got the... Okay, Because it okay. was like a oozing machine, you know, okay. because he was doing that at 116. So, you know, the, the time is faster that way. So mm-hmm. it's going to trigger faster. Uh, 80 BPM is going to go like boom, boom, boom. Uh, 116 is going to go but still be in time. So now okay. you're teaching the kids time stretching levels all the way down to, you know, what's half of 80 or what's uh, double 80. So they're learning right. math within that curriculum. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. you know, little things like that. But these are the things that kids got to find a way of something to be interesting for them to learn. Right. Some kids are so intricate too. It's just so simple. They don't even want to go to school. That's how I was. I was like, man, I wouldn't know this. I ain't going to school. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. going to go uh, some graffiti somewhere. Right. But when you have right. something interesting, like music or something that that the kids like, and you involve, you know, education in it, then you got their attention. Right. Now they're going right. to school. Right. I, I know that was something. I I heard you mention that. Uh, that was something, and I and, and I hear. 
in your music and a lot of your mixes, you mix in um, uh, a lot of KRS-One. And everything. Man, yeah, bring it down production. Shout out to them. Um, is is, is there a reason behind that? Because I, I I noticed and and I and I listen to what you're sampling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's right, in right. the song? Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. don't people don't. And please explain this to these artists because you're a DJ. Will you please tell yep. them? Look here. Find a track. Write a song right. to the track. Don't come well, with you know these what? lyrics that don't even match the exactly. track. Exactly, a whole concept, and you're talking about concepts, and back in the days, our concept was to find a certain part of the song, and I'm mm-hmm. glad you brought this up because it's going to lead into the Dear Mama uh, situation, okay. uh, where you find, let's just say we'll use Karis One, you know, the one we use for uh, the uh, criminal-minded, you know, yeah. got myself a Uzi and my brother a nine, that right. came from Love's Gonna Get You. Yeah, so yeah. you you would get that part and put it into the hook of the song and scratch it or, you know, just have it repeat how mm-hmm. you want to do it and make the concept about what that hook is saying. And that was right. like the song back in the day because it came with everything and it was from your favorite artist and it gave a certain amount of appeals because if people love Karis One, then they're going to automatically love your song and give it a, a spin because yes. it sounds good on the yes. board. <laughs> you know yeah. so, exactly. And Pac always loved doing that too. You know, okay. uh, okay. use well, we used Richard Pryor on the original Dear Mama, and we used uh, Yo-Yo from Bonnie and Clyde theme. Mm-hmm. It won't a damn thing without a woman. That's what Yo-Yo was saying. Okay. Now, when all this was going down, I didn't know how much Pac was into Yo-Yo as far as being, you know, relationship-wise, because I didn't really ask them about stuff like that. I just, if I seen it, I seen it, I didn't even pay to no mind. But I knew something right. was going on. Ice Cube didn't like that shit. He didn't like it. He, it's an ego game at the same time. That's the rap game anyways in general. So, mm-hmm. he didn't let, he didn't let Pac use that part. Pac came in the studio, hella man. I was like, what happened? He just didn't like the, the hook on how it came out and scratching. What was it? Because our man Pat Charnay wouldn't let us use the, she won't let us use Yo-Yo. And I already knew once he said that, I knew basically that Ice Cube was hating. You know okay. what I mean? Straight hate. And that was fucked up, man, because we took that to heart because, like, we were just talking about, that's what made the song, really, was the hook, you know, of the song. Okay. So we scratched in it, really portrayed the song to be, to go with your lyrics, like you were saying. Right. So, in my, what do I think overall? Man, it was all by God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the song actually now sounds better, but you couldn't tell me and pop that back in the days. We've been like, what the fuck? We don't want no singing on this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Got you. Got you. Got you. But that Got song, you. you know, it was meant for that to happen. It was meant for that to happen. So I have no regrets, but I think if we would have never did that, there wouldn't be the dear mama that you hear now. So uh-huh. that's just the reality of it. So it all it all ended up, you know, to be a good thing. That's how I see it. I don't see that right. as a bad thing. I'm just glad I was there. You know what I mean? I'm glad I was there. Uh-huh. You know, and, and Pac was asking me for advice. What do you think about the song? What do you, what do you like about it? That's what he would always say. I said, man, my favorite part is put money in your mailbox. And right. that did bring tears to my eyes when I heard that song. You know, I was curious yeah. because you felt 
you felt the pain in his voice, you, and, and you seen it in his eyes. Tupac would look directly at you when he was rapping his lyrics, and that even uh-huh. made it more emotional for the person. Yes. That's how I knew yes. he was special. That's how I knew he was different than everybody else. Nobody can do that to me and bring that type of feeling to like cry. Mm-hmm. You want to cry for what he's saying. Right. That's why he's right. one of the most prolific artists in the world. You know, yes, sir. To make somebody do that, that takes a lot. You got to really, you know, capture the audience. Right. Yep. Exactly. So I'm glad, exactly. I'm glad you mentioned that. That kind of brought all the, you know, the questions and the answers together as an example. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, have fun. Well, I tell you what, they better wake their ass up. They better wake their ass up, y'all. Listen, you're listening to the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show. You got your boy Fat Man West Coast coming to you live and direct, y'all. We're gonna pay some bills, but I'm gonna take I'm I'm gonna take you back and we're gonna talk about we're gonna we're gonna play this and we're gonna talk about it when we come back. I got twenty dollars for you too. Watch out, watch out, watch out. come, man. She just come down. Ding, ding, I'm going deep. I don't really want to feel like I'm in a day. So I smoke big pills just to deal with the ills. Life is slipping on me. Trip. My pills ain't paying bills and it's messing with me and my grip. I drink that same night and smoke a ticket at the same time. Drop a wicked bomb on my naughty nature. I'm living down like a nigga about to drink. I'm not that one in the sleep, but I'm lost. Trying to find myself for real, though. 
the number one DJ rocking the turntables in the mix. Check this out, man. Giving you the best music. How you feel? Fat Man West Coast. You're listening to the Unsigned Hype Radio, a.k.a. the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show, live from Las Vegas. Now, 
a, a quick a quick note on Def Jeff. Y'all probably go. Y'all probably go. Who is Def Jeff? Who is Def Jeff? I seen Def Jeff at a, a, a Rostos Chicken and Waffles years ago out in L.A. And I and I walked up right. to him and I said, "You know who you are?" And he said, "Yeah." He said, well, "Who am I?" I said, "Well, okay, then. let me let me run down your background, bro." I said, first of all, you used to dance with Tribe Caught with uh with uh the Jungle Brothers." And he was like, "Okay." Wow. And I said, and "You were the only artist that had his hair cut into a tango." And he stood wow. up and went. He said, "How do you know?" I said, "Man, I never forget a face." And we sat there. I think I, I bought him lunch that day. And I was like, "Yeah, man, whoop, whoop, it's cool to get with these artists." And everything, and it's good to be able to reach back to a lot of these old school artists and bring them up to date. That's what I want to talk to you about, man. A lot of these old school artists that's trying to get back out there. Shout out to Tag Team but, with the with the commercial. Tag you know what I'm saying and exactly everything. Man. You know what I mean? Hey, hey, yo, stuff Pat, like man, that. Pat, man, I'm gonna tell you one thing. Uh, Def Jeff is still in the house. I'll tell you why Def Jeff is still in the house because okay. sometimes you might not hear about somebody like you know in the music game as producing hip-hop rap records, but don't mm-hmm. let that, don't let that fool you. Don't let it fool you. I'll tell right. you why. Because everything you hear on Nickelodeon is Jeff, Jeff. That's right. You've got so to be Jeff kidding Jeff me. Is clocking that cartoon money. Yep. That's wow. What he's, doing he's very successful at it. Wow. Shout mm-hmm. out to Def Jeff. Shout out to Def Jeff. You know, shout out to uh, 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 Nick Cannon. People don't know where Nickelodeon came mm-hmm. from. Okay? Yep. And I yep. said back when he was doing the Nick Cannon show and this, that, and the other, his family was investing in something that was going to bring him longevity in the years to come. Well, you know I'm part of the Cannons, right? No, I didn't you know, know that. Right? Mr. Ca- Mr. I didn't Cannon, know that. Yeah. You know, they, they adopted that. me as a, as a family member. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I used to live in family, though, in Oceanside. You know what I mean? And that's where we all connected and we'd always have family gatherings and uh, what is it called? Uh, that city, Temecula. Yeah, Temecula. Okay, Everybody yeah, Temecula. Like You're right. Right, right, yeah. right. That's where they mm-hmm. built the big-ass casino when they was building casinos and everything. Yeah, Patonga. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Temecula. <laughs> that's where That's where mm-hmm. um, Mr. Uh, Joe Jackson, shout out to Joe Jackson's rest in peace, he used to hang out up in Temecula. That's when him and old boy from the main ingredient, they was putting that record label together. Uh, yeah, Cuba, Gooding, Cuba, Cuba Gooding there. Senior. Tyrese lived there. Yeah. yeah. Tyrese, oh, Tyrese uh, lived there. Yeah. Okay. His family. Okay. Yeah. And we but used to go up there. Dr. Yeah, we used to go up there and go to the studio and everything and, and sit with Joe because he was always looking for a new act. He was always looking for, you know, somebody new and everything to work with and everything. That's another person that you would catch in some gully places was Joe Jackson. You would wow. catch him in, you, I mean, man, out here in Vegas, oh, yeah, you would catch him in some of the places on the north end. You'd be like, what, Joe, what you doing up in here? And this and the other. He'd be up there. I'm looking for talent. I met, I met, I met some for... of his daughters, some of his extra daughters that he has. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, he, got uh, a, he has a nice extended family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. everything. Very, very <laughs> and everything. Very, very nice. yeah. <laughs> but listen, y'all. We we got 18 minutes left into the show, man. What else do you want our artists? What else? Where can people go and find your music, download your music, purchase it, purchase your merchandise, all of that? Where can they find you at? 
But, but, you know, before I get into that, man, I just got to give hats off because I'm having the time of my life right now. I really don't want to go. I really want to extend it out, but I know how Blog Talk is. I don't know uh, that I wanted to announce a special surprise for you. Uh-huh. So everybody stay in tune because uh, the right, Fat Man right. is going to be syndicated because I own 25 stations. Believe it okay. or not, yes, I You know, and that's what we talk okay. about. You know what I mean? Now, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop right there. Hold on. Stop right there. You just told me you own 25%. I'm finding out the millionaire is owning so much percentage, and, 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 and Hammer is owning so much percentage of Twitter and this, that, and the other. Can you right. explain to everybody how you are taking your money and a little bit at a uh-huh. time, and you're putting it here, and you're uh-huh. placing it here, you're placing it there, and you're not touching it? You're going to let that work. And I'll see that in a couple of years. Can you explain to everybody how that's working for you right now? Well, it's basically like the Bitcoin, the Cryptcoin, stuff like that. And it goes with your streams, too. I learned from Hammer. You know what I mean? As a kid, okay. Hammer really nourished me the game. I actually recorded okay. the studio for free. Um, any really? car I wanted, I drove. Yeah, any car I wanted, wow. I drove. And Hammer would see me and nod his head. It's all good. You know, that's what he would say. And wow. he really didn't know, really, like, he knew I produced music, but I wasn't producing no tracks for Hammer. I was, like, doing the, the gully underground stuff, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. He was doing all the uh-huh. commercialized stuff. And, you know, we were so good of friends, and we still are to this day. He comes to my mom's house all the time. He's, you know, if you look at my Facebook, you guys probably see all that stuff with, with right. me and him. I just talked to him last night. Um, he was on Clubhouse. He's into artificial intelligence. Okay. That's the key word. And okay. with that being said – that type of technology is what you want to be interested in if you're going to be interested in any kind of, you know, Silicon Valley stuff out here. In okay. San Jose, Silicon Valley. That's where the money's at. Huge money. And Hammer investors into all that stuff. You know what I mean? Because they come to him to get those networks started. He <laughs> gets them started. Really? You know I mean? Just like the Chinese get started. Yeah. And that's what all most social networks do. They get like a 50 Cent, a Snoop Dogg, a MC Hammer, because that's what brings the people. Just okay. like a Cameo. I remember Cameo was, you know, down our throat, hey, can you do a birthday shout-out? You know, that's that famous one now that does the birthday shout-outs. And I remember yeah. when nobody knew who they were, and they were calling us every day. Okay. Yeah, okay. And, okay. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. And, and that's the type of power that you will have, you know, if you're successful and you stay at it. You know, one thing, mm-hmm. another, and you you're making the right investments at that point. And how you make them investments is really to, you know, invest into something that's on the ground level and, and get your, you know, stock in it or invest into it or even do it yourself where you own it. Mm-hmm. So the best stock to get into is yourself. I say this, and I'm going to say it real okay. quick because I know we only got 18 minutes. Invest oh, we good. Streams. We good. Go ahead. Do your thing. Yeah, yeah, invest into your streams. You know, invest into Spotify, Tidal, Deezer. Hire a good promoter that knows how to do things the right way and not get you mm-hmm. in trouble. Because there, there are promoters that really get your stuff on blogs, you know, and that's where the publicist comes in, you know, because she's writing blogs or he's writing okay. blogs and it's coming out on certain, you know, networks that develop that, that stream for you. So, you got to spend money to make money, but guess what? True. That's an investment because no matter what, you're going to get your money back if you're with the you know, people that know how to promote your music. Even the radio stations like yourself, you know, you're getting paid for just being on your show. 
you know, and that's one of the forms of publishing too, because if you do a performance, now this is game, this is game, because a lot of people don't mention this. Right. Some artists might know, and let's see if you know, Fat Man. If you hired me to do a show, let's say you, you rented out Red Lobster for a day, so you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's a private event, and you said, Fat, can you come perform or DJ? Uh-huh. But I, you know, I really ain't got no money, but I got, you know, uh, I'll hook you up with the food. You know, you're my boy anyway. No problem, right. Fat Man, okay. Cause I, you know why I'm not tripping? Because Red Lobster is a facility that pays BMI, ASCAP, and CSAC. So I'm going to get paid regardless because all I'm going to do is... Wow. Facility. He did just dropped the... Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That right there. <laughs> that right there. Because this is what I've been telling cats all along. And they've been looking at me like, what are you talking about? And this and the other and everything and stuff. And I'm like, look here, man. BMI, yeah. ASCAP, yeah, I, when you own these tours, mm-hmm. you're supposed to get these vouchers that they give you and exactly. everything. And people, exactly. Hold on, wait a minute. I got to do it like this. And, and all you really got to do... He just dropped a <laughs> bomb on y'all and everything. He's let go. Repeat that again, please, sir. Let's say you hired me to go do a show this time at Subway, because you're going to go to Subway, then, you know, the manager there, and you're just going to uh-huh. have a sandwich or two. Mm-hmm. And you have the manager, can King Saskatoon, he's just going to play some music, you know, a couple of songs or whatever. Sure, no problem, no problem. I come over there, play a couple of songs. Uh, I'm not tripping because Subway pays me and my ass cap and set, and I'm getting paid. Thank Regardless, you. if you're not paying me. Thank so you. all these places of business, any place of business that plays music, Report to BMI, ASCAP, or CSAT, and you're paid. Yes, they do. So yes, they within do. the cor- within the course of one day, Fat Man, I could go to five Subways, ten Burger King, and one Red Lobster, and get paid money for each one, and include all my songs. Probably a total of two to three thousand dollars a day. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Game one of one. Yes. Exactly. That's King 101 mm-hmm. for your ass right there. He just let the cat out of the bag that I've been telling y'all for years and years. Y'all coming out here, you struggling artists, you're sleeping in your car, you ain't got nothing to eat. And I'm telling you, I'm like, look, man, hit up ASCAP, hit up BMI. They got vouchers. Do y'all know when you sign up for ASCAP more, and BMI, bring mm-hmm. it down for him. Bring break- it down for him. Now, how are you getting paid from this? I'll tell you why. Of course, you know, because they have to pay the yearly commission to them. But how is it divided? Well, the more people that know about this, the less you're going to get paid. So let's say I performed along with MC Hammer, because MC Hammer knows Uh the game. He knows how to get paid Uh through the publishing. And let's say uh, 21 Savage performed too. So all of us know the game. So now Mm -hmm. it's going to be equally fit, you know, amongst us three for that one show. So, but if right. 21 Savage and Hammer didn't know about that, like a lot of you artists don't know about it right now, I'm dropping the game right. on you right now to wake your ass up. So, with that right. man, now you know. Like the Taurus BIG says, if you don't know, now you yeah. know. Now you know. Baby, baby. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And that's and real talk. That's big, real too, talk. Shout out to Brooklyn. Shout out to PK. Because you know what? Pac and Big were friends, and I, I believe truly they would have worked it out, you know, in the long run. And uh-huh. that would have been a force to be reckoned with. You know oh, what I mean? So, 
Oh yes. Oh yes. I think I think more of the I think more of the the entities wanted to see them at odds than to see them together and everything because as much uh as as as, as much as much as it is or as much as what's going on around it and everything like you said it was inevitable it would be that was that's why they tried to keep everybody keep them away from each other they didn't want them to talk to each other or exactly. anything like that we, and we this lost, is what this is what we get exactly mm-hmm. two of the two two now i'm sitting here coming across my computer and this said the other they're pronouncing dmx as he's passed away and everything, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, and that's, that's the thing too, right there. I mean, unless you hear it from like New York One or you know uh, Complex Magazine, uh-huh. don't believe the hype because people do that for views. I was telling somebody last night, like they were all crying yeah. already and everything. I said, man, don't believe uh-huh. that shit. And, and right. now you're talking it into existence by saying that he's alive. Right. DMX is alive until you hear it on New York One or one of the main news channels. I'm not even talking mm-hmm. YouTube. Don't 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 go to YouTube to find out your information right. about somebody dying. Right, everybody right. Everybody dies I, on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, and come and come back. You know what I mean? And this and the other. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then we seen him. We seen him over there on Las Vegas Boulevard. <laughs> it was, you know, yeah, exactly. and it's kind of like go to, you got to go to the ABCs, the NBCs, the, the yeah. you know Fox channels for stuff like that. When uh-huh. you really want to find, and even Wikipedia, believe it or not, Wikipedia that's uh, you know a, a source. You got to go to okay. sources to verify anybody's death. But uh, I, I hope he's alive, and I want him to be alive. You know what I mean? It'll be a sad, yes. you know, I'm not even going to say a day in hip-hop. It's going to be a sad, you know, everything. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, DMX it's gonna be, is it's so it's special. He's so special. Uh-huh. He's so special. He's spiritual. Mm-hmm. And I feel him. Exactly. You know what I mean? I and and this, this is why we tell people to make sure that you reach out to your people. That just reach out to your people. You never know what they might be dealing with and what they might be going through. Sometimes they just need to hear your voice and say hello exactly. to them, something like that. You know what I'm saying? Pick up the phone. Hey, I was thinking about you. I thought I'd call and see how you was doing. You ain't got to sit there and talk to them for hours and hours and hours. Just a wellness check. Hey, I just wanted to make sure you okay. You was on my mind. You know what I'm saying? I love you. Exactly. Give me a call later. That's it. You know exactly. what I'm saying? And everything. And, and, you know, and, Even and in you, business. You, you, you. Yeah, usually things like, you know, Pac and Biggie, you know, they have differences, but know that anybody can get over those differences. You, you don't want to, you know, take people's lives behind or get so mad because our, our youth nowadays, they're, they're quick to pull out the gun and shoot and blast. But guess what? Uh-huh. There's more device than just having differences. You know what I mean? You should be able to yeah. live and you should be able to die old because why? We're killing ourselves. We're our yes. own enemies. You know what I mean? And it shouldn't be like that. I mean, everybody has beautiful talent, great talent, you know what I mean? Whatever you do in life. Whether you right. help your mom mow that grass, in the, you know, or you help mow the grass in the back, or you, you know, you grow trees, whatever you do in life. You know what I mean? Right. It's not that serious to, to be mad at somebody just because they honk the horn and you pass by or somebody tries to steal your sneakers or somebody, you know, looks at you the wrong way. Because they, they might be looking at you the wrong way because they might notice who you are and they're like, hey, is that such and such? such, and such? Is that such and or, such? Right. That's true. Exactly. That's true. So that's true. That's true. Take life precious, man, because we don't take it precious, especially the youngsters, man. We gotta teach them and instill them that life is precious and they're precious. Because you guys are exactly. Out there, man. And uh, I thank you, Fat Man, for having me on the show. And, man, it's yeah, been an honor. <laughs> it's been an honor. Uh, it's been an honor. You know what I'm saying? We gonna, we go, we go, we go get these artists uh, on distribution. 
Talk about your distribution, the distribution that you got going on, and everything real quick. Like you know what? If they want to get on the distribution, they got to get a hold of Fat Man because you are the man now. I told you you're in charge of everything that comes through on your station. So that's what, what they do. That's they what find it is. You get a percentage, and they get a percentage. But I'm gonna tell you what are the perks of it. The perks of it are basically you don't have to pay like a TuneCore or CD Baby that uploading fee. Whether it be twenty dollars uh-huh. an album, what they charge you five dollars, seven dollars per single, all that's out the door. It's free. Okay. You know what I mean? It's free. And it's different right. in the music by being free because Merlin controls the major labels. Okay. This division is division of Merlin. Now, all right. you know what I'm talking about. So just saying right. that right now, what I said, Merlin controls the digital industry. Okay. In gotcha. Interscope, they go through Merlin. Uh-huh. Merlin is the Merlin. So right. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying Merlin is Merlin <laughs> and everything. Yeah, and these are things that you artists Do not know That goes on behind the scenes You wonder why Cats like Jay-Z Don't even get in front of the mic hardly often Why? The money's being made behind the scenes Money's being made where it's coming off the top I don't have to get up and work And, work and, do, and do a whole concert And this, that, and the other Not unless I want to Other than that, my money coming in regardless from royalties, copyrights, uh, 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 investments—you know what I'm saying—that that you that they're doing now and everything like that. Now, one thing I want to ask you, and I don't know if you've heard about it or not. What is this thing with these? Uh, uh, what are they calling them now? They're coming out and they're talking about you—you you, you can purchase NPL? it now and put your music on it, on it. Yes. What is that shit? NPL. NFT and TF. Uh, what is basically it's a uh, it's a uh, digital act that lets you sell audio or a picture and you set the price on it and when somebody buys it they own it and you can even sell it for a percentage and they own it so you're still getting a percentage like let's say I wanted to sell you know uh, Criminal Grind the song featuring Tupac so I'll sell okay. it at probably 1.5 million somebody probably buy for 3.5 million but I sell it with me still keeping my you know 30% or 50% you know mm-hmm. publishing Right. And they'll buy it. I've, I've seen wow. a lot of people buy I haven't went there personally, but you're uh-huh. going to love this. Oh, man, are you ready for this one? Okay. When I was on, I just flew back from Atlanta uh, okay. when, a couple of days ago, and there was this brother on the on the plane. We were chopping up. He happened to be a radio DJ. He was telling me okay. about that. He said he sold his interview that he did with people on their, like, at $300 a pop, and people were buying them interviews matched up with a cover that he made. Art wow, and he made over three thousand dollars already. On wow, a DJ just like you doing interviews, like you can sell this interview right after we do it on there if you want. To. Right, set the price to it. This one dude sold a piece of a picture for like five million or something. It was crazy, mad insane. If you research it, uh, you'll find a lot of stuff out there like what sold and what it's about. But that's briefly what it's about. But you got to have money to. Put it into Q too. It's like an eBay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. That's crazy. And I got, hey, I, got really... I got something else to say too. I got something else to say because it's very important. Shout uh, out to my artist, brother Cocaine. We got to get Cocaine on your show too. He might yes, be in the business if you see your two five three number. He might yes, be online. Sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Cocaine. Now that's that's a very prolific artist. How did y'all link up? 
Man, I've been knowing cocaine since the EZE days. Man, that's my brother. You know what I mean? Uh, he's okay. family. Same with Code 187, the architect of G-Funk. we got to get him on your show as well. Yes, sir. Um, he's been on here. Everything that's, that's the cloth that I come from above the law. You know, okay. hanging with all them guys and learning the game, just like Warren G learned the game from them. And that's where G-Funk was basically created, was, you know, the architect of G-Funk. That's where Dr. Dre got his style, Code okay. 187. Really? And cocaine always been that dude like a Nate Dogg doing hooks and rapping the whole nine. And he's a cat that has so much talent, and he keeps on dropping, you know, single after single. And we got the thing called Monkey Wasn't Funky, which is, yes. you know, the Parliament. Yes. Uh, making, we got this new one. This new one is off the hook. And, you know, it's a uh, featuring one of the fat boys, Cool Rock Steve. Yeah, Cool and Rock. Yeah, yeah, Uncle, yeah, Uncle Cool Rock. Uncle cool yeah, Uncle Cool Rock. And we're doing that May 27th, May 28th, and 9th. We're filming the video. Okay. And Hush, uh, little baby, don't you cry because it's coming. So uh, I'm letting the cat out of the bag. Cocaine might be, man, you told him already, but you know, it's getting closer and closer. Man, so I, I just, I, I just seen it. I just seen it on Facebook the other day, and everything. Right. And I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, wow, y'all two that hooked up so. It's really tripping me out because both of them have been on my been on my magazine cover. You know what I'm saying? And then of well, course we go we go we go we go make sure that the, the King Assassin be on the next issue that we working on and everything. You know what I'm saying? So man, this is dope, man. man, I'm telling you, you man, it, it's, it's it's crazy. Yeah, when we were working on that song with Cool Rock you know, uh-huh. Chris Sparky D was alive and he was supposed to be on the next verse coming up, right? But Okay. Unfortunately, he passed away. We couldn't get him on the, you know, on the last verse there. But uh, you know, rest in peace to Prince Marky D, man, and yes. Buffy. Yes, and Buffy, Buffy man. Those, those cats, man. Those cats. Them and Heavy D helped me cut my teeth as far as, you know what I'm saying? As far as getting in, as far as getting in this music, you know, man. I met him one day at a Fresh Fest out in Detroit. They used to have Fresh Fest out there and yep. he walked past yep. and I was one of the dancers and he was like yo big fella keep doing this shit man you're doing your thing and I was like wow that motherfucker just that spoke to me you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying and he was like keep doing this shit you know what I'm saying and I was like wow I really went out on the stage and clown you know what I'm saying yeah the bump dilly 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 d you know what I'm saying so man that was that was man that was the first that's a moment you'll never forget in life. You know no, what I mean? uh-uh, man. never forgot it. Never forgot it. Never forgot it. I remember meeting uh, James Brown at the Fox Theater, and uh, oh my God, I was going, I was going hey James. James, I was going hey James, and he was going no no no, you call me Mr. Brown, and I said okay then Mr. Brown. He said always meet agreed when you meet a man, you call him by his name, Mr. Brown, Mr. Such and Such, and this that the other. That shows respect, <laughs> son. And I'm look, and this is James Brown yeah. telling me this, and I'm going, yeah, yeah, yes, sir, yes, sir. Stuff like that stuck mm-hmm. to me for the rest of my life. So this is why what I was Man. talking to you, I was going, be no yes, sir, Mr. Assassin. Yeah, I was like, yes, sir, Mr. Assassin. And you was going, no, just <laughs> DJ King Assassin. I was, yes, sir, Mr. Assassin. You, was, no, it's <laughs> no, just the respect. You know what I'm saying? That I feel but, but you know, whatever, that we need to whatever it be. Hey, hey fat man but whatever it be it got to be funky funky exactly yeah you got to drop it on the one
Yeah, you know, exactly. you got to drop oh, it on the one. Two, now three, I know, four, I know yeah. you've worked with uh, I know you've worked with um, Parliament Funkadelic. I know I've worked with him too out here. Tell people what it's like to be up in the studio with George and everything and getting getting that yeah, side this, of this the funk. To have them in the presence and to be in Detroit and, and be at the places that he owns and be around them and have them even like retweet your stuff, it, it's just like, you don't believe it. You just don't. I mean, everybody trips off is like, damn, you work with Tupac, you work with Wyclef, but these are like my friends. But those guys are like the guys like we listened to and was like we want to be like them. We want right. to sound like them. We want to play them instruments like them. They're gods to us. You know what I mean? And, right. And they're cool people. And they're they're retweeting me and cocaine, and we're working with them, and they're on our songs now. We dream that wow. type of shit. We, we could never think that ever in history, mm-hmm. but it happens. And yeah. same with Rogers from Jack. When I work with um, Rest in Peace, Uncle Rogers, uh-huh. you know, played that pop box like no other. I was just talking. Yeah. To, uh, somebody about that uh, DJ Big O yesterday. It might have uh-huh. been this morning. Yeah, so, uh, man, you know, it, it's it's an honor, it's a pleasure. And I would never think that in life that, you know, we work with him, we, you know, hook up with a lot of people that that you mentioned, you know, that are the the triple OGs or quadruple OGs, I should say. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Because right. That's the type of stuff that you meeting James Brown, that was crazy. That is crazy still to this day because he made the drums, you know, into the one, two, three, four. You know what I mean? Like he, yeah. that, that was the funk. That was the that real was the funk. funk right there. Yeah, yeah, that was the funk. Just, that was man. Think about it, them players that played for for James were like the Parliament and Funkadelic. They was yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And shout yeah, out to until, hey, until George and them started touring, and he was like, "Call them boys out here. I want, I want them to play with me." And everything. Yeah, and that's how he got his band together. Stuff like that, and you know what? Uh, shout out to Tony Green, man, from Detroit, who played all my Snoop stuff, Warren G, good okay. friend of mine. Uh, okay. Incredible, you know. Those are the type of people that sometimes we leave out that are the players, you know, that actually play the saxes, the, mm-hmm. the bass, you know, and the lead guitars because they're the ones that really make it funky. You know what I mean? Yes. Along yes. of course with the George Clips, because they they play all the instruments. He plays everything like a prince. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. And not to mention that voice, and that's why cocaine is so special because he emulates that and has, but into his own style. Yes, um, man. Yes. I, I remember when I was first hearing cocaine, and I and, and I was I was uh, working with uh, I was working with Hazel Clinton, George Clinton's uh, uh, daughter, Hazel Clinton, Tracy, right. uh, Tracy Clinton, mm-hmm. all of them. I had I right. got this I got the second and third generation signed to my management. Uh, Late man, uh, incredible. grandsons Tracy, uh, uh, Tracy, Kaz, Cat. Them kids got some strange ass names, and everything. I was like, Ooh, y'all was really on the phone when y'all was naming them babies, and the other, you know what I'm saying? But shout out to them. I mean, the tour with them, and the tour with them out in the to tour with George, and like you said, you got. Red Hot Chili Peppers coming through the door. You got every who's who right. in the game, especially when you're right. out in Cali, that come through that back door to see that show. And George don't even be in there 99% of the time. <laughs> George hey, be out at that party. Because and you know what? Even though you're from Detroit, you're still West Coast, too, and that's what I love. Just like, you know, Bob, she's from Detroit, but they're very West Coast, you know, uh, 
orientated when it comes down to the styles and what they create. Mm-hmm. But never they don't never, you know, forget where they come from. But at the same time it's that Detroit, California connection that is like no other. Shout out to DJ Butter, shout out to DJ Dev. You know, man. And we've always had that connection with Detroit. That's why mm-hmm. I, that's why I lived there. That's why I moved there because I felt at home, you know what I mean? Yes. Drinking in the basement, yes. getting gone over and you know, going to uh-huh. the mall going in Northwood, going to see RJ mm-hmm. Rice and then looking at Canada from fist bones. Right. Exactly. Exactly. We was, you know, we that was that was uh going down to um that's when they had the radio station down on Jefferson WGPR. Yeah, we go down yeah. there and uh and go and, down and with Billy T, Billy T, Billy T, and the rap lab. That Batman. What was the song that was always playing? You know, I'm talking about. It's time for the what? It's time for the what? It's time oh, for the what? Time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Now, yeah. if you don't know about music. that, you're from Detroit. <laughs> man, look here. If they don't man, know about crazy. that, if they don't know about, um, so then if that's the case, then you Double knew point? about the wizard. You knew about the DJ the wizard out there. The wizard, yeah. What if, oh, hey, what my about, God. Yeah, and, and, and Kevin Black, Kevin Black on the blacklist. Kevin, what about, yes. what about uh, Devil's Night? Tell them about Devil's Night before yeah, we get Yeah, Devil's out of here. Night. Devil's Night. Where we burnt down everything and everything. We burnt down everything uh, why, in Detroit. Why, why did y'all burn down? Tell, tell them why. Was it like a because a be, day? because because we because just like they said they would take little girls in them vacant houses and rape them, abuse them, and things like that. So it was a lot of vacant houses around Detroit. That's where they and would they find would, bodies they would, and this and the other. Around those houses and, and really go buck wild on just that one night. It was like a night of just rioting yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, rioting, no, yes, yes, yes. Yes. we got cocaine coming in. Let me merge them in. Let me. My God, got Hello. the legendary cocaine coca. You're live and direct, boy. Say what's happening. Oh, <laughs> I was just getting up, brother. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we know you're just getting seasoned, but right now you're on the air, man. It's an honor to have you here and. Man, Fat Man, here he is. It's all you right there, boy. I know you got a couple of questions before I know. we head out. If we can Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Coca know me. He know he know. <laughs> He'd have been on here plenty times, and this, that, the other, but and everything. We there, broke up. Uh, people, Fat Man. Yes, people out there, let them know who he is. Let them know who he is, man. We got a legend right here. On this the is phone, this man. is listen, listen uh, y'all. This is the legendary cocaine. Okay, if y'all know about Short Chop, uh. Uh, Cold 187 and all. This is the legendary cocaine on the phone. Now, he didn't call into the show a couple of times. We didn't call him up while he waking up and everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, Coke, how you doing? Is the monkey still funky? Oh, uh, the monkey wasn't. <laughs> monkey wasn't funky. <laughs> we were just talking yeah, about George. Y'all, y'all, y'all caught me on the field when I was just getting Exactly. Hey, Bruh. You know what? And I, I kind of like pushed the button. But at the same time, uh, Monkey Wizard Funky is out right now. We got the new yes, single sir. coming up with Cool Rock Keys. We're doing the video on the 29th. What's the name of the song, Cocaine? Can you tell us the name of the song we're doing with Cool Rock? It's called Hush. Hush, little baby. Hush. Don't you cry. Oh, sucky, so sucky. That'll be coming, so. Yeah, the only time you yeah, cry is you don't hear this song. Yeah, I don't want to hold y'all up. I'm just getting up, getting the boogers out my eyes, so. <laughs> 
Man, thanks for calling, cocaine at the same time, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, cocaine, call over there. Yeah, hit, hit, hit me up. Hit me up when you're offline, good brother. <laughs> I sure will. Stop. It's all love. Uh, thank all you. right, Pat. God, God bless. bless. God bless y'all. Well, yeah. See you, though. That's See, a beautiful and that's the thing. whole thing right there, Fat Man. You see, yeah. that, that's that love. That's the love we have right there. You know, you know what I mean? And yeah. You know, I know. That's I'm a beautiful thing. Everything, but, that, that, we, that's we love this. That's a beautiful thing. Let me, let me explain. Let, let me explain to you what it feels like for me to be mm-hmm. when I was growing up in Detroit and I was listening to you guys, listening to you guys, working with Boss, right. listening to you guys. Code 187 when they was coming out, cocaine when he was doing his thing and this, that, and the other, and to sit back and my nephews was turning me on to all of this. Okay, I grew up in Detroit on the on the north side of Detroit and this, that, and the other suburbs and, this, and, and everything, Rosedale Park area. Wasn't mm-hmm. privy to Slick Rick. Wasn't privy to Tupacalypse. I didn't know about Tupacalypse until I started messing with my nephew. Up there in Ypsilanti, Ann Arbor area. Shout out to the Committee out there. Yes, sir. You know, yes, 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 yes. The hard, uh, uh, awesome train, the hardcore committee. Yeah, exactly. So, what what was your like your favorite group from Detroit? You know, as a youngster growing up, like who influenced you a lot? That hey, Uh, I could do it too. Detroit's most wanted. Detroit's most wanted. Oh my goodness, they're dope as fuck. Yeah, Detroit's most wanted. Detroit's most wanted. I was fucking with Moxie and all them down Ooh, there. Man, uh, uh, right down there at wow. the Fox Theater at, uh, at at the Black Festival down there down there uh, on Jefferson and everything. What was with, what was one of the songs that they had that was the the song that kind of did real good for them? What was the name of that song by Detroit? It was uh, they had one song that was banger too. I mean, all this stuff was dope. They remind me of like a Tough Crew from like Philly. Like yeah, came, you know, yeah. They used to, yeah, style. they used to wear the suits, the suits, and the gaiters, and and everything. Um, I know what song you're talking about because it was a, it was a it was a James Brown sample, if I'm not mistaken. Was it called Everyday something? Everyday something like that. It was it was it was. It was I think it was called yeah. Everyday Life or something like that. But they sampled cut yeah, the exactly. cake. Exactly. They sampled cut the cake uh, from James Brown. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, no. wow, okay then. So rolling through them, rolling with them and everything. That's when mm-hmm. I was up uh cooking, I was uh cooking at uh uh University of Michigan. Okay, back when wow. Chris Weber and all them was there. And everything. Oh, Chris Taylor wow. Rose. I was the one in the kitchen cooking cooking their breakfast and, 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 and lunch and shit. You know what I'm saying? After wow. practice. And everything. So I was known, you know, out there in Sugarbrook, in Ypsilanti, Michigan. You know what I mean? So, I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we would get cats. You guys would come up and do the college shows. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Right. We would find y'all all in the dorms and shit, all in the girls' dorms, everything like that. And we'd be like, well, damn, how the fuck? Don't y'all up there partying and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We'd all up there on the campus you can get me in trouble and everything. Right Man, look here, man. That, those were the those were the days. Those was that was when uh we was sneaking in the back door, going going to the concerts and everything, and down in Kobo Arena. That's when the Fushnikins were down. Crisscross was jumping, right? Yeah, yeah. Was exactly. a little bit before that. Uh huh. That was that was yeah. That's when, uh, like you mm-hmm. said, that's when the Fushnikins had came out. Uh, 
That's when uh, Jermaine Dupree had just stopped dancing exactly. for uh, Houdini. Okay? Wow. So for all y'all people out there that didn't know, Jermaine Dupree was one of the main dancers for Houdini and everything. Yo. That's how we got to see this, Jermaine this Dupree. Right just at dropped a, all kinds of gems. This is, this is a gem show right here because so <laughs> I didn't know. even know that. That's when, I didn't um, know that J.D. was dancing for Houdini. I knew he was close to them because I seen, like, when he was a little kid, he was around them, and they were, like, you know, kind of, like, putting them under his ring. But, like, a, you know, more – I didn't know that he was dancing for them, too. That's crazy. That's yeah. insane, man. That's dope. Yeah, that's man. when they came to uh, – that's when they came to uh, Detroit, and that's when uh, Curtis Blow basketball was out. And 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 wow. AJ Scratch was AJ Scratch was on stage breaking his needles, and they had to stop the show because he was scratching so hard he was breaking his needles. AJ, I wanna exactly. That's the exactly. Show. If you ain't find it, so, the website goes find for it because I handled the marketing for Curtis Blow. That's right. Really? And wow. Yes, I'm gonna send you the information so you can put it on your website, and we'll get Curtis okay. Blow on. Okay. Okay. As well. Um. What else? And, uh, what, what else? Uh, Roxanne Shante, when they was doing the what you call it, mm-hmm. and it said the other, I was rocking with uh, what she called herself, the real Roxanne, the light light skin when that was her and Hitman Howie T, mm-hmm. DJ Hitman, Hitman Howie, Howie T. T, Howie T off. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, those are uh, the two uh, famous Roxannes right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I love them both. The, the one. The the one the but one I thing that I, I do treasure I that they remember <laughs> and everything. What did you say? I said the one thing that I do treasure that they remember, uh-huh. and that's well, uh, uh-huh. Force MDs when they came out with itch. I was on tour with them when they was doing Itch and Force Crack and everything. What was their song? Was it Tender Love? Was tender it was love? Tender Love? Is that Tender it Love? Was ten- that was Tender Love. That was a crush group, remember? Or was it Itching for a Scratch? over there. Who was that? Oh, wow. Because they came out with that first because they was doing hip-hop first, huh? Yeah. Wow, you're yeah. right. Yeah. I heard yeah. you can sing, Fat Man. Is that true? Is that true? Uh, is that your first time? Sometimes. Sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I sing my I hooks and this, that, and the other. I love T-Pain effects one. Man. Right. Can I produce <laughs> right. that song for you? Can I produce yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to do it. Let's do it. We're going to definitely do it. And this and the other. So listen, everybody, I hope you enjoyed man. the show. We've been, it's been an action-packed <laughs> show. I love hanging with Man, I'm telling you, we got to get together and do the live. We got to get together and do the live interview and everything and sit down. I'm coming to the ATL. I'm coming wherever you at, whatever next gig you got. I'm going to be there. We're going to do the yeah, live uh, interview. Yeah, ATL in New York. You know, take your pick. Take your pick. <laughs> There it is. I'm going to be there. You just let me know the date, and I'm going to be there. You know what I'm saying? But uh, other than that, y'all, listen, for DJ King Assassin, man, you got any last shout-outs? Yeah, I'm going to shout-out God first and foremost. Without him, nothing is possible. And to yourself and to everybody that listens and wakes up to breathe another breath of life that's waking up in the morning listening to you. You know what I mean? Shout-out to the listeners out there. Shout-out to Cocaine. Shout-out to uh, Miss Hannah G., the publicist, we talk about publicists, she's a great publicist. Um, you know, everybody that helped me out through through life, you know, personally and, and musically, man. Shout out, you know, too many people to name, but at the same time, Fat Man, thanks for having a show like this, you know, for allowing artists to have that platform because without cats like you, there's none of us. It's not yeah. possible. So, 
man, you know, we didn't have this. We we didn't have this back when we was coming up. We didn't have nobody who we could call or call on the show or this, that, and the other. You know, yeah, yeah, we would catch the interviews on the radio and hopefully could call in and to uh, the DFC. I remember Make when the DFC up. was doing their thing. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You could call into the show and try and talk to them, but the radio personality mm-hmm. wasn't going to let you get through at everything. Mm-mm. Why? Because nope. he's too busy talking to him, trying to get his shit straight. You exactly. know what I mean? He has like a million calls too. Right. Coming after so what I try and do, I try and bring everybody on. Usually at the end of the show here on Blog Talk, we can have an open forum where I open up all the lines and everybody can talk to the artist and network. This is what it's about. Networking. So are we going COVID on them right now for the listeners? Are we COVID right now? We're probably going COVID on them. We going well, COVID yeah, we've been, uh, we've we been COVID in this and the other. You know, we got 11 minutes left. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we got you know 11 what? minutes next left. Time, you know. What do you want to do, Fat Man? Should we do that? Should we? Uh, yeah, man. We go. Uh, we go. COVID. We go. We go. We go. Talk about everything. We go. Talk about the next time. We go. Talk about the mechanical rights because you said you was getting in movies. Man, so important. And let's talk about. You the see movies. what I'm saying? And a lot of these cats out here right now. I know. I know you got. A, I know we got about five minutes. I know a lot of these cats out here. And let's talk about books about, too. The books. We have to you know, cover the books. Authors. You know, books. Okay. And all that yes. stuff too. Magazines. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, I heard you were becoming an author yourself. Yeah, I got you know, I got something coming. I got something coming. And okay. not only that, you know, how the money ties, how the money ties besides, right. you know, the publishing, because there's a whole other way of monetizing what you can do, you know, yes. if you're a radio host or if you're mm-hmm. an artist. or Money ties theory. and monetize. You know what money I'm saying? Money. money ties and monetize. <laughs> Make sure, exactly. Make sure the right people is coming to your site. The right people are coming to your link to see what the hell you are doing. You know what I'm saying? I always you know remember, scared money you, don't make no hey, money. Fat man, you know what I want from you, too? Fat man, you What's know that? what I want from you? Is a What's com- that? I want a commercial from you, too. I don't want to put it on my album where you're going to uh, okay. do an a intro or a, or a, a segue on something. All right. And I think... I already have have it like in mind, but we'll talk about this out there because we don't want to spoil it. Right. You know what I mean? But right. It's crazy being insane. Because your voice, okay. you got that radio voice. You're the, you're like the you're like the Wolfman Jack of hip hop. <laughs> wow. Okay. Now that's a compliment. Midnight special. If anybody yeah. knew about the midnight special. <laughs> <laughs> Wolfman you see, Jack. You already got it. You know what I mean? Like, Wow. Okay. Since you brought that up, I'm going to bring up something that I just seen. And I just seen him the other day out here still wearing all that tan makeup and this, that, and the other. Danny Terrio or Dance Fever? Wow. Dance Fever. Nah, you that ain't, right there. Oh, my yeah, that's, that's Yeah, that, yeah we going way back. That was <laughs> dance Fever. I forgot about Dance. That's so old. Man, that's like. Man, what year Cause you was remember, that? Because you, uh, you remember Dance Fever and Solid Gold was going head-to-head on Sunday nights. Yeah, but around that time, so we're talking 70s. We're talking yes. 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Solid yeah. Gold, Dance Fever, wow. Wow, yeah. Solid Gold, Dance Fever, Solid Gold, Dance Fever, all of that. Man, this is history. Man, I'm telling y'all. We could sit here and chop it up for days and days and days and days, but you go we catch us. We gotta bring back the solid gold dance Man, you know what? You know what? I've been thinking about that too. Getting wake, getting a uh, wake your ass up early show. Yeah, with some solid gold <laughs> yeah. dancers and this and the other, some glitter. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because you already gold. I think the show was already incorporated with gold already, so it's a right. no-brainer. Man, it, it's just just all about getting yeah. the visual. You know what I'm saying? That's why. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna show you my. Uh, I'm gonna send you my uh, uh, my uh, my podcast. My first podcast mm-hmm. out here in Las Vegas. I had cocaine and Cole 187 on it. My podcast, my Beautiful. live podcast. Man, we set that motherfucker. That's a great, man, great, great, great cast to have on your first show because just yes. that history alone is the worst. Yes. Coach. You know what I mean? And you know, if it wasn't for that's easy, when, uh, that's, that's on, when, uh, uh, that's when, uh, 187 was telling us about this new, the new CD he just released, uh, Mansa Musa Life and everything. King. Yeah. Oh, Life of the King. Yep. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Yep. And he was telling me about that. And I was like, for real? And cocaine was like, yeah, man, 187, he all on some old other shit right now. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah. Wow, he's like that. He, so 187 is Master Musa now, and it's all about, yeah. you know, being the, what's the guy from Playboy's name? Who was that? What's his name that passed away? Uh, who owns Playboy? Oh, Playboy you talking about, uh, you're Hugh talking Hefner. about uh, He's a Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner, black right. Hefner. So, yeah, Code 187 is a black Hugh Hefner. It's all about class. It's all about class. Yes. Uh, go to Rock Boy Honey's on, on uh Instagram, you know what I mean? Rock Boy Honey's mm-hmm. on Instagram. Check him out over there because he also has a incredible, uh, you know, adult adult men's uh, magazine showing all okay. the beautiful girls. Okay. And uh, I handle most of the marketing for Code 187 still to really? this day since I was like okay. 16, 17 years old. Yeah, okay. man. Uh, shout out to Layla. Well, I'm going to have to holler at you. I'm going to have to holler at you because I'm getting ready to drop my uh, BBW magazine. You know what I'm saying? Inner beauty and everything. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Well, shout out to I'm all my big girls out there and everything. You know, we got the clothing yeah. line jumping off, the shoe yeah. line jumping off, everything. You know what I'm saying? Panties, thongs, crotchy watches, whatever you need for the crotchy big girl. Watchy? Yes, for the big oh, girl. Man, the your boy watchy. Fat you Man got it. Oh, man. Man, uh, <laughs> your boy on your, got on it. On your podcast, you know, I know you got, man, let's give a, let's give, can we give a couple uh, crotchy watches out right now to uh, well, well, uh, whoever the next caller, maybe, maybe okay. next time, maybe next time, maybe next maybe time, next but time. we will set it up, we will set it up. We give our crotchy watches, hey, 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 and... fat man, fat man, what up, fat man, yes, you got to money times your show through anchor. Have you tried money times in your show through anchor? No, anchor, let me tell you something about anchor. Anchor puts you on Spotify. This is for all you podcasters out there that don't know how to get on Spotify. Go okay. to Anchor, sign up, and you're on Spotify, making money, monetizing, monetization, getting that guap, that gouda. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Really. Man, yeah. we, didn't, we didn't drop so many bombs this morning. It's just holes. We got potholes in our lawn. Shout out to De La Soul. <laughs> <laughs> we got potholes yeah, in our lawn. And our we lawn. Left my, I left my yeah. wallet in El Segundo. <laughs> man, that was my shit. I used I used to play that shit like a motherfucker. Niggas would go, what is it? Nigga, I left my wallet in El Segundo, nigga, and I gotta get it. I gotta go get it. And, and that people would look so at me. Too, was a laid back. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think Q Tip is one of one of the best producers, you know what I'm saying? Besides, you know, uh Talib Kwali and everybody like that. But but Q Tip, that right. mind, that mm-hmm. sample, the way he likes to sample and blend stuff. 
together. This is what you were talking about earlier, beats per minute. This man, right? he mastered that. You know what I'm saying and everything. If y'all go way no. back when Tribe Called well, Quest uh, 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 first words, started. Two, two words that are making me hungry right now, fat man. You, you know we got to go eat right now because we have to eat. Okay. We have to uh, yep. Bonita Apple Pond. You got to go on Bonita Apple Pond. That right there, cute. Yes. Look at how he flowed on that. How did he flow? Tell everybody how he flowed on that. Man. I mean, I mean, it was just so laid back and so like the lay back, intricate yeah. at the same time. The the, the approach. What would we say? Thirty six, thirty five, twenty seven. Mm. I like to where some brothers don't. Right. Oh, you know, after that, all the girls wanted him because he was looking at what the brothers don't. He was, oh man, he was the man right there. He probably man. He had the girls chase them everywhere. You know what I mean? Exactly. But just that exactly. Song, that was like that. That was a song, and he went down that song, and it was dope, and he was laid back like it was nothing. He did that song like it was nothing, but it was something that was historical. Exactly. Benita Applecon. We're going to get up out of here, y'all. Benita, Thank Benita, y'all for rocking Benita, with us. Benita. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to my man, DJ King, Assassin, and everything. Y'all going to definitely see us on the screen real soon. Together, cause <laughs> yeah, cause hey, we're gonna do backyard boogie. We're gonna be in the backyard boogie movie. We'll talk that's, about that okay. next Okay, that's what's year. up. Backyard that's boogie. what's up. We go. That's what's up. So we gonna make this connection. Y'all gonna see, and I, I, I've been telling y'all, Fat Man gonna be doing big things and this, that, and the other, and everything like that. There, we taking this to the next level. We always taking it to the next level. Always turning up. Always trying to make sure that we're doing better than we did last time. That's what we need you to take right. that inner entrepreneur. Digging that inner entrepreneur inside of you and come out with something great, and we will support you. You just have to come out with something That's right. great. Right? Am I right? And don't forget, they got to wake up early. They got to wake up early, too, in order to, you know, hear all the ingredients right here. That's right. I'm to wake that ass early, up. Early bird catches the word. Let's go, y'all. Listen, for my man, for my man, DJ King Assassin, I am Fat Man West Coast. This is the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show, y'all. We appreciate y'all rocking with us. Love, peace, and hair grease. I will catch y'all Monday morning. All right. All Love right. you, Fat Man. What's cool? Love you too, man. We go go out. We go. We go. We go. We go. Leave up out of here with life of a king. You know what I'm saying, my man? One eighty five. You know what I mean? Switch last the morning show. Coming to you live and direct. Las Vegas.
everything I do is love song Super supreme and elegant Hell huh. get when I push up Honey get strong when I pull up It's like the encounter that you're about Cause they don't make players like me no more I'm young, I'm blocking the wealthy I'm real as the real as it comes I shot running the sun Blocking the royal homie, I'm striking the no one I'm stepping the toe from there to toe I'm always up to bomb I'm brown like black diamonds A blue get caviar I know that you asking, what does that really all mean? That means I settle for nothing but the best and live like a king. I live the life of a king. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.